Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. I'm excited. What's that? We have an apparel sponsor, Parry Athletic. Such good gear. It's incredible. I've been enjoying it. Bro, George came through, messaged us on the Instagram, said he's been following our program for ages. He's getting stronger and more mobile. And he's got this cool gear company called Parry, and he wants to send us some stuff. And he told me that his mission was to create the best pair of training shorts ever. Yeah, he wanted something that he could lift and roll in that could accommodate thick, muscular thighs and hips. And that suits us. Speaks to us. Also, what I like is I love the colorful design. It actually looks really cool. I am the most colorful dude on the mats these days, hands down. Yeah, you get that kind of expression feel. A lot of other jiu-jitsu gear is kind of a bit boring. Yeah, it's all like grays and blacks and shit. This stuff is the color and the vibrancy. It makes you stand out. The thing that I've loved about it is just it feels good. It feels good. It looks good. And you, ladies and gentlemen, can get a discount if you go to parryathletics.com. When you go to check out, put in the code BULLETPROOF20 and you get 20% off. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof for BJJ podcast. Cross-training, training training at other gyms. Now, this can be a taboo subject, and I recently got to train... If your coach is a dickhead. (laughs) Ooh, shots fired. (laughs) Pew, pew. Um, Well, it just depends. You know, there's been a bit of debate. We've talked about it before, but I want to just talk about my own very positive experiences recently. So, friend of mine, friend of Bulletproof, um, Keller, Loxodi, He's opened his second gym. The only man to ever put me out in competition. Wow. And what? Yes. Because I only competed t- once. <laughs> <laughs> Keller at Purple Belt was a force, even Brown Belt. Keller is a judo black belt and one of the most tightly, like in- insanely strong, but one of the most tightly wound humans. Yeah. Like a, a very laid back to chat too, but to roll is not fun. Um, so strong. So strong. He opened a second gym. Uh, so his gym is called Grappling Education. Big no-gi gym. Well, they do gi as well. Known for being no-gi, but yeah, here in Sydney. Yes. And because they've got Australia, so much demand for their no-gi classes, they've set up this second gym, which is only about 15 minutes away from the main gym, just to accommodate people who want to train no-gi right on. when they have gi classes on, which is phenomenal. So I'm, I'm stoked for him. Congrats to them. And what was cool was it was on the public holiday here. We had a public holiday. Uh, I don't know exactly why that was. Maybe because it's it Labor Day. The day after grand final. Yeah. Yeah, day <laughs> off because you got a job. Grand final hangover day. Um, <laughs> here, here in Australia, grand final, I guess, is like our Super Bowl. What a final. Yeah, of sorts. Yeah. I mean, we had three three different grand finals on the one weekend. On the one weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's like choose your Super Bowl, man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Three Super Bowls. We're mate. just very good at sport, guys, for our American listeners. What, what can we extremely say? Extremely good at sports. And over we're here. extremely good at public holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Possib- yeah. Possibly the And best. that's probably the number one thing in the upcoming referendum. People are like, they're going to come for our public holidays. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe will they add some? <laughs> that could be That'd good. That'd be sweet. Yeah. But no, basically. You uh, learn a lesson in entrepreneurialism. When you run your own business, there are no days off. Public no. holidays don't mean shit. No, that's it. It's a, it, they're the days where you're like, man, I wish I had a nine to five for some that I hated. <laughs> Day off and just sweat, you know, drink beers by someone's pool. No, now we're talking. just doing emails, <laughs> making calls, following up on problems. But I mean, the cool thing was I, I went there and I didn't know who I'd see. 
and I saw Jess Fraser and I saw a bunch of people from other academies. Wait, a grappling education? Yeah. Oh, she was there. Yeah, it was cool. It just came up because it's kind of south of Sydney. Yeah. And so it's not far from the gong, Wollongong, for those out there, the uninformed. So uh, heaps of people who are not from that gym came to this open mat because heaps of gyms were closed. It was a public holiday. What that meant was I got to roll with people who I've never met and uh, had some good roles and some good chats. I had a chat to a guy from a completely different gym. He was actually just there with, uh, I think, his son and he'd hurt his back and he couldn't train. Right. But I got to sit down and talk with him and there was like a really nice exchange. And I was like, oh, wow, that was very cool because I asked him to roll. He said, nah. You weren't best. overbearing in the conversation? No, I was quite friendly. You weren't critical of him not doing enough exercise? He was a big unit. Okay. I was, you respected his size. I did. That's and I was, like, I was like, fuck, do I want to roll this guy? And I was like, yeah, I'll, let's find out. You know, he's heavily tattooed, big human. And I said, oh, do you want to roll, mate? And he said, ah, oh, my back. And I was like, shame. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, mate, don't, don't, nah, don't re-injure You know, be careful. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it too many times. <laughs> but no, it was cool. We, we just kind of had a chat. He's like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. Don't worry about the back. Yeah. Well, it was interesting. So I got to interact with a bunch of people who I wouldn't normally see. It's, a, it's a quite a small space, but packed a lot of people in. Yeah. And they had like a bit of a barbie afterwards. Nice. Barbecue, which is nice. Nice social thing to do. I tell you, you know, I think the most exciting thing about this is that you were back on the mats. Oh, well, yes. No, I, I train here and there where I can. But, I know, yes. but in recent months, you've had a big I've going trained on, right? less. Trained yes. less but I, I felt fine. We're not going to talk about that, guys. You know? No, that's fine. I mean, the funny thing is I find that not training means I've probably got less expectation and I just smash everyone. <laughs> it's just, I was like, ah, oh, it's going to suck. No, nah, I'm good. Because everyone's like, oh, JT's been off the mats. We're just coming <laughs> in chill roll. No, there's, like, oh, no yeah. there's no chill rolls. There's no chill rolls. People are like, hey, man, love the podcast. Let's roll. I was like, okay. And there was a huge Fijian guy there. I forget his name. He's friends with Dan Sester, actually. Oh, he came through here one day. He's a big rig. Bro, I rolled that guy. He's a handful. He's a handful, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he said to he me. Was like, yeah, he was, he was like one of those dudes where you're like, it's an open mat here and like, you know, trying to like, hey, what's going on, man? Where are you from? Like, how long have you been tr- trying to get a vibe? You yeah, know? get a feel. No gear, you don't know. Yeah. The, you don't the, know their rank. Rank and stuff. And he was one of those guys that just didn't want it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, go. Let's and I'm like, and I'm like, what? And all I got was what Jim and he's like, grappling education. I'm like, here we go. He's <laughs> <laughs> so He came for that no gear smoke. And this, t- to be honest, it was actually like a, a pretty good role. But the weird thing was. Pretty good means that you did all right. It was like competitive like he, i was like oh i i actually wasn't sure how the role was going to go but he grabbed my forearm and i was like oh shit he got big hands yeah and he went god you got thick wrists and i'm like what are you talking about yeah. your wrists are thicker than my buddy calf muscles bro <laughs> like he's a solid human anyway we had a role and he said oh, i'm friends with dan sester so i said right i'm gonna smash this guy a wrist like this fall i'm gonna f- him up <laughs> so he can deliver a message to sester <laughs> tell sest i bashed you bro Nah, anyway, it was a good role. We had a good chat. And what I wanted to say out of this was I never met him. I had a chat with him. He says trained for 10 years, but he only ever rolls like once a week. So he regrets that he's not further down the path than he should be. Right. When he says, oh, I've rolled for 10 years, you're like, oh, so you're a black belt, you're a brown belt? It's like, no, I'm blue, coming up on purple. But that's the hard thing. Many people, I think the great thing about going to a different gym is you meet people and their journey is so unique. And so even though he's a total handful, he's a huge unit, jiu-jitsu's very good. When you roll no gi, no, no one's wearing, you know, not everyone wears like um, 
ranked rash guards. No, they want to wear their cool rash guard to the end. Yeah. They got the new parry drip. Yeah, they got that bright Look green. shit that I got from yeah. Show Roll or something. That's right. And so, yeah, it was, it was an awesome experience. The other thing was uh, awesome to see all those, all the familiar crew went to um, went down to Garage Wollongong last weekend. Oh, it was a big weekend of jiu-jitsu for JT. Mate, week, week, yeah, yeah. So it was like went oh, on the, the Monday and then the following, like the following Saturday, Saturday went down. I, I was in, I was at my parents' place. I, I you know, would have come Got if I wasn't feeling sick and I didn't have shit booked in with the family. Yeah, you were indisposed. <laughs> but yeah, that sounded cool. Bro, it was great. Is Ryan down there runs Garage Wollongong? He's a, is it Ryan Walsh? He's a lovely guy. Lovely guy. Really good jits too. Like really nice guy to roll with. Like incredibly friendly. Always very welcoming. Yeah. Also like very savvy with the SNC. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They're big supporters of, of Bulletproof down there. They got our posters on the wall. Yeah. Super nice. Yeah. It was a. a yeah, you do. You feel that like there is always a warm welcome there and. Yeah. It's, yeah. And definitely like I we have exchanges on Instagram and stuff and he's like he's across it with his strength mm. and mobility work. Yeah, and <laughs> it's one of those things, you know, you know, when we have, you're talking about having conversations where someone's like, I haven't trained in a while, look, I'm, I'm working on it. Like, they feel there's some strange accountability that, because you're a strength coach, they've got to explain why, maybe. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, shoulder's not 100%, but I'm working on it. I'm, yeah. do, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm like, man, no judgment. My son, yeah. <laughs> you have my blessing. You're good. <laughs> Let me get this bulletproof water real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Robustness. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jess was down Jess there. Jess was right? there. I had a roll with her and her gang. There's a bunch of black belts there. A bunch of black belts came through from a few other gyms. So I'm not going to, like, I don't know if there's a, a cross training rule with them because they're from a, a competitive gym to this gym. So no names mentioned. We'll not name them, but they have some big humans, like yeah. three much bigger guys than me, yeah. like significantly taller, big, strong humans, black belts rolling. And I was like, fucking wow. And also our learned friend, James Smith PT. Oh, your boy. Your boy. The Instagram superstar. Right. How and good. Yeah, it was awesome. He, he, to his credit, he had done the class before the open mat. Right. And they were getting after it. And I was just chilling, drinking my water, sipping my water, doing my mobility. I was like, I'm going to get him when he's tired. <laughs> <laughs> and what was quite funny, because he said, oh, mate, let's have a roll. I was like, yeah, yeah cool. And, and he said, just so you know, I did weights and a full class before this. <laughs> and I was like, dude, it's fine. <laughs> he's a big rig. He's yeah, like, he looks six, like a big guy. Six two. He's pretty he's a he's a, he's easily a hundred kilo human. Man, I've I've heard I mean I've heard from people he's a real handful. And he I've is. I've seen his I've seen his like his comp footage and stuff, you know, post and he looks like Bro, fucking great on He's the undefeated at Purple Belt. Wow. He's he said that to me. He's like <laughs> he said he's like, ah. Oh, when I first came to Purple, I didn't really care. You know, I don't have too much expectation. But he's like, now I really care about jujitsu. It's kind of in my head. <laughs> like, I don't want to lose, you know. Like, he's like, it means so much more to me now. And that's cool because uh, for those of you out there who don't know who he is, just Google him. He's a pretty famous cat. He's got more followers than us on Instagram. <laughs> By a bit. <laughs> Was it 1.2 million? Yeah, the, yeah, he's, yeah, he's in the millions. He's in the millions of followers. And the cool thing was, I wasn't sure, because I've seen him, he's trained with Craig. Uh, he was over in Texas. Yeah, did an interview with him for the podcast. He he was he trains in London. He's a Londoner originally, and he trains at Hodger Gracie's, which is a super tough mat. And what was cool, and this is what I want to kind of speak to about this cross training thing, I didn't expect him to be there. He was there. We got to have a couple roles, and I also secondhand learnt a lot of different information just from having chats. And he he was talking about the difference between training at Hodger Gracie's gym, and training at B team. 
And he said, B team is far more relaxed. I said, really? He said, yeah, because dudes are training really hard multiple times a day. They come in pretty cruisy. I mean, obviously it ramps up, but he said at Hodger Gracie's, this is out the gate, boom, shorter session, much more intense. And those guys who show up for those sessions, they're not training twice a day every day. Only a couple of the pros are. So they just bring way more heat. And when he... He went to Texas and he was in yeah. London. The three-day-a-week the three day a week hobbyist can be much more of a, like a handful of a role than the... So aggressive. ...than the two-a-days like world, world champ Champion kind of... Champion just... Yeah, aspira- just eh. get my roles aspire-y. in. What are we yeah. What is? Yeah, aspire. That could, be, that could be a word. That's a thing. So, yeah, man, that was cool. <laughs> so I learned a bunch from him. Um, just chatting to him, had some good roles and it was cool. I think you do learn a lot about how someone is by the way they roll. Yeah, that was that was like a, a really cool experience. What do you so think he learned about you in that when you the way he, you rolled? He asked me, "How many years you've been black belt?" I said, "Oh, uh, five, five and a bit." He's like, "Cool." <laughs> he was like, "Okay," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, how long have you been training?" He's like, "Oh, six years, seven years." I was like, "All oh, right, cool." I was like, "Yeah, I'm about fifteen years now," and I think what he learned about the way I roll is I roll slow but hard. So I don't go mental. I don't move a lot, but I also don't give a f-ing inch at all. Everyone's like, "Man, you're f-ing pressure, bro. <laughs> you're f-ing pressure." And that's like, I don't really think about it, but that's what I've learned is to con- try to control the role. And yeah, and uh, yeah, I just someone. I think one of my old students, Tom, the audacity on Tom. He said, "You're like the slug of death." Mm. It's like I imagine what it would be like to be eaten by a slug. And that's what it's like rolling with you. Yeah, right on. It's like, God, that's well, fine. What does that tell him about your character? Um, I don't know. Am I a complete quit? Maybe. <laughs> 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 no, nah, it was good because we had one role which was kind of harder. And then he's like, now we had our hard role. Let's have our technical role. And uh, yeah, we moved around a bit more. And yeah, he's good. He's good on the legs. And yeah, he's, he's positionally very good. He's, he's and how's your leg game? Like I know that you've always had a good leg game, pretty good. But I know that it's also come a long way. Um, pretty good. I don't, I don't try and attack it. Yeah. Only if someone goes right, let's dual legs, and I'm like, <laughs> let's sling these things, let's test those ligaments. You want to yeah. find out? Come get that smoke. Then right. Then you'll play that game. Yeah, I love it. I'm like, well, you're not Lachlan Giles, so I'm gonna fuck you up. Or you're not Craig Jones. You're not gonna catch me with that. And what's interesting is to see people who try to emulate those games but don't do it as well. And I'm like, oh, this surely is- that's everyone who's not those oh, two people, right? No, no, no. Because many people learn their leg locks from different people and, and different entries and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, nah, it's cool, man. And I think what's interesting about going to different gyms is seeing how a person rolls with other people. So like what I notice about James, which I really respect, when he's rolling someone smaller, he, he moves more and he's, he's lighter. But if he's rolling someone bigger and stronger and, and technically better, he rolls harder. And that tells me a lot about uh, a person's ability to kind of gauge themselves, yeah, which is cool. I, I like that. I try to roll like that as well. Uh, and then was, some was Gene there, Gene Alves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a legend. Yeah, man. They're, 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 there's so many good female black belts that train down there. It's she was like a she was like a true superhero as I saw her when I was a white and blue belt. Yeah, it was like this tall, dark, you know, um, like great looking, like yeah. strong, like broad yeah. woman. Yeah. Black belt, like, whoa. Because, you know, you didn't really see black belts around back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was like, damn, you know. Yeah, really like was a forerunner for, for, for women's jiu-jitsu in that way. Yeah. But um, 
No, nah, man, I think people who are not doing this, this is the thing. I, I came away from both experiences just being like, that was a lot of fun. It was so good. And I don't know if that's just because it was open mat. Right, I love this shit. Ah, bro, but it was just, it was rolling with people who I'd never rolled before. I think there's a huge value in that. Because you probably would have experienced this, Joe, where and even like you and me rolling, you're like, oh, this guy's going to do the same old thing. This guy's going to stall me here. He's going to wait for me to pull guard. And like, <laughs> oh, this is cartwheel bullshit. <laughs> oh, Joey's going to go for that. Same thing where Sit he passes my armor. guard and submits me every time. <laughs> He's no, so predictable. No, it, <laughs> I'm talking more. You would even find when you train with the same people all the time, you know each other's games. Yeah, yeah. And it's really there's a dynamic that you're grooved in. Yeah, and, and it's, it's hard to get out of that. It's hard unless someone does something very left of center. Yeah, and it can get a little bit unfun. Bam! Joey pulls the takedown. Bitch, oh, what now? Oh my That's god! Right. Gonna have to play guard. I mean, you have, I mean, you train with a few different people, even though you're pretty consistent at certain spots. You get a bit of value out of rolling a new person or a yeah, new Yeah, always, always, man. I've always loved, I've always loved open mats for that. I think that's what makes them so special. Um, that said, I don't really go to a lot of open mats these days because it, I don't know, it's just, it's harder, right? Fitting it in with the schedule. Yeah, got less, make less time for rolling. Yeah, like I went to, um, a couple of weeks ago, I went back to Adam to Vantage. Yes, because I had a mate up from Adelaide. Uh, this is a cool story, actually. He's a oh, is this the big brown yeah, Bola, belt? Who's oh a, my god, he looks. He was a friend of mine. We met at Blue Belt, and I don't remember how we met, but he's a Peruvian guy, and he was living in Adelaide, which is a you know south a city in the south here of Australia. Um, I think I met him because he just stopped in at the dojo back when okay. I was a Blue Belt. And he was just like, this is a cool gym. You guys are cool guys. And like hung out for a couple of months. Nice. And then, um, yeah, we sort of became mates and would catch up every now and again. Anyway, he, I haven't seen him since Blue Belt. Oh, wow. Since we had a famous night out actually in, in, uh, in the city. And um, <laughs> he, I can tell you that after if you like. <laughs> There's another story. But, he, another um, but he's like, bro, I'm, in, uh, I'm back in Sydney for a couple of days or a couple of weeks and I'm at Vantage. Do you know it? Mm. I'm like bro that's my home gym mm -hmm. He's like oh Adam's such a cool guy man I'm like dude He said come and train So I went in like two nights that week Yep Or like one night And then one night the next week Great to get So we're both black belts now Like it was just amazing that Like nothing's changed right In terms of us being friends That's cool And I think that's really nice When you're like oh wow Like those connections that you make Do just carry on forever In the journey You know yeah Assuming whatever You don't Staying on the path. Yeah, and sleep with someone's girlfriend or something. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is that makes people fall out. Um, <laughs> but, that guy, um, wrist lock me. <laughs> yeah, worse. <laughs> um, but yes, cool, man. I took, took Leo along and trained. And, and so anyway, that was like, I hadn't rolled with ads for ages. I did see that, yeah. Jumped back on, rolled with Big Eric. and He's such a handful. He really is, man. And, um, and in that way, it's like when I go back there, because I'm not there regularly, it's kind of like... You feel like I'm, it's cross Yeah, I got these, there's these new like young guys there that are like, hey man, listen to the show, can we roll and shit? You're like, no. yeah, sure. And you're like, oh, this motherfucker bringing the heat. Yeah. You know, and, that's, and it gives you that same feeling. Yeah, you know? I think that is, that's also a different thing now. Um, and, you know, I guess, you know, for those, for those of you who have trained with us and do know us, it's all good. If you don't, watch out. But um, no, people do come up and be like, hey man, love the podcast, let's have a roll. And in my head I'm like, oh, am I going to lose a fan right now? <laughs> am, I about to, am I about to make someone like give me a one-star rating? So I mean, I don't know, I always ask everyone I roll, I'm always like, oh, how long have you been training? Always. 
And yeah. you just go, you look. you got to get a gauge. If you've been in the game 10 years, that tells a lot about just who you are as a person. But if someone's like, oh, I've been training three months, five days and six hours, you're like, all right, cool. All right, well, we'll see how we go. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'll try, try to be nice. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the main thing that I got from this was not like, oh, I learned a bunch of techniques, but I learned way more about people's jujitsu stories and they're so different. And that for me, it, it opens my mind up more about just so many people engaging with this thing now. And the experience for everyone is so different because some people came from traditional martial arts or you've got Craig's Fitzgibbon who was ex-pro Oh, NRL. NRL player. Newcastle. Was he Newcastle Knights? Was yeah, he? I think yeah. so. Man, he's down at Garage. He's so strong, dude. Is he? And he's quite, he's quite lean. Like, he's not... Like, he's not... He doesn't seem huge. Big frame, like, broad shoulders. He's slimmed down. Duh. He's so strong. It's that Alex Volkanovsky strength, bro. Uh, <laughs> that ex-pro athlete. Windang water. Bruh, man. They go hard. So... Because I kind of like, I know this guy. This is guy. And just like, that's Craig Fitzgibbon. <laughs> he was the captain. <laughs> and then you go, oh, f- me, right. And so I think what, I even saw something recently that like the Denver Nuggets basketball team was doing jujitsu. And I was like, how interesting. They're doing that as a form of cross training. Yeah. And they're all lying on their back trying to do shrimps and they're all gassing out because they have no ability to get up off their back. They're all like six, six foot five, seven foot tall. When I dropped in Advantage, there was a guy, um, Ads had a new guy, st- you could tell he was new, he was kind of standing around a bit awkward and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. put on his gear and belt was all fucked up, you know. <laughs> and and um, I was like, hey, bro. And his name was Joseph. He was like, hey, okay. I'm Joe. I was like, oh, Joe, nice to meet you, bro. And uh, I'm looking at him, I'm like, man, this motherfucker is a specimen, like big, tall guy. Big rig. Probably about that much on me, you know, right. like wide. I'm like, rugby league? <laughs> he said, yeah. And I was like, who you play for? And he said, play for East. And I was oh. like, what grade? And he said, Premier. Oh. And I was like, okay. My guy. And I Googled him afterwards and he's, of course, he's on, you know, plays for Roosters. Quite famous. But um, it was just so funny. Yeah, I was like, first jiu-jitsu class? He said, yeah, it is, man. And I'm like, what's the deal? Like off-season, but how long, you know? And he yeah. said, oh, our off-season's like, I think he said they got like eight weeks or something. Yeah. He's like, And um, then they do pre-season. Yeah, and then I'm back into it. But I'm like, you're going to continue this? He said, oh, I'd like to. But I was just thinking, fuck, I don't Risk see of injury. Yeah. yeah, surely, right? It's if, worth if too much money. If your sport is your career, yeah. don't do jiu-jitsu. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, I, I think the unlock for me is I always feel a little, not apprehensive, but like I, I don't want to be rude by going to a new gym. Like I always tend to message, like I'll just message the person, like the head coach, or be like, hey, I was thinking of coming to this class or this open mat. Is that cool? Blah, blah. And- I've, I don't think I've ever had anyone say no, but I've had warmer and cooler responses depending on what's going on. But the thing that I love or the thing that I've gotten way more out of it is understanding people in jiu-jitsu. Doing jiu-jitsu, having those conversations, it's awesome. And I think anyone who's not, even if you're very early in the journey, I think it's this huge value in going somewhere else to just see how they might do it differently. And the culture, yeah, that that was the thing too. There was a lot of kids down at um, at garage in Wollongong, just like a, a gang of kind of seven to ten year old boys just running around, like just hoisting small dumbbells and punching the hell out of the grappling dummy and just 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 
chaos around the edge of the mat. Not training their parents were training. Or parents something. are training, but it was it was a very welcome like family environment. Yeah, and I know there'd be other gyms where that probably wouldn't be as like permissible, but it was nice. It was nice. It made me go, oh, that's really cool. Like some gyms are like dog friendly, so there's a section like, like yeah. where people can leave their dogs out the front, and that some someone's keeping an eye on them. Yeah, you know, the, I think things like this open up your mind to what how broad jiu-jitsu culture can be and then what that does to just make you love it. I think that's the thing. Take away the techniques, take away the performance and the everything else that goes with it, the experience of being around people who care about a, a kind of shared interest and being relaxed and happy in that environment is amazing. And if you don't feel that way at your gym, I'm not saying, oh, you've got to leave your gym. You might be the seed of change. You might say to your coach, hey – could we try this or could we do that? And then and the culture then evolves and then it becomes a better place because of you. You don't have to automatically just leave. But it is definitely worthwhile to just go and just go somewhere else and get a feel. I think I think it's it's possibly the most enriching experience for me is having had the freedom to go and train other places and and connect with more people. I think that's that's what I love about it and that's why I'm such a big, big advocate for it. Listen to you. Bro, I'm preaching. When, when are you training it. next? What? Next public holiday. <laughs> Three months. No, no, no. I, I, I'm gonna. I'll be. I'll be training on. Um, I'm going down to Melbourne, doing some seminars down there. Yep. So I'll, I'll probably get a cheeky roll in um, Saturday morning. Mm. Absolute. Get in early. Nice. No gear. Just traveling is easier in no gear. Yeah, always. You know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just just go down there, connect with the fam. It's all good. It's the best if you can kind of, kind of tie in a holiday with like a bit of jujitsu. It's it's a, it's awesome. Yeah, that is. All right, Fuck go yeah. hit up. We'll see you at the next open, man. Ooh, cross train, baby. <laughs>